You're listening to the Breaking Through Podcast, showcasing the best new talent hitting the scene. G'day and welcome to the Breaking Through Podcast. This week, very special episode this time around. We have Josh Cashman. He's here to talk about his new album, his debut album, Now I'm 25. Josh, mate, how you going? Good, bro. How are you doing? Are you all right? Man, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Um, before we get into the album, um, I kind of want to get into your head a bit. Um, Let's do that. <laughs> because since 2015, you have released a lot of music. And some of these, some of these tracks have, you know, they've really kicked off. And you know, streams are are so important in in the music industry now. And you've you've had some tracks, man, that have kicked up there. You know, like Patience is up to almost 800k on Spotify. Instinct is up to almost 1.4 million. Like, like these are huge numbers on tracks, and is is obviously a huge achievement, but. Does that affect you in moving forward at all? Like, do you put do you put more pressure on yourself to to go? I need to take my music to the next level. Yeah, it's a funny one, man. Like the streams, yeah, it's great. I I keep track of of what's happening, obviously with Spotify and stuff, but I try not to get too caught up with, I guess, the numbers of it all, um, because some releases stream super well, and some others just might not stream that well, also. So. It's quite an unpredictable world when it comes to, you know, what's going to stream well, what's going to get lots of plays. So I try not to think about that side of it too much, especially during the recording process, because, yeah, you can put pressures on yourself for sure. But, you know, man, I, I think I'm in a bit of a mentality now where it's more about, you know, creating what's right um, and what I really, you know, believe in. And, you know, hopefully that shines through with, you know, when it comes to numbers and streaming and stuff. But, yeah, it's been cool to see, you know, a song of mine get over a million and, and you know, I'm nearing a mil on a couple, which is it's crazy. It's so many uh, people listening to a track that I've created. So, you know, the more the merrier. Um, it's good for the ego. It's good for <laughs> to know that you've got some listeners, you know, here, there and everywhere. Um, but, you know, man, I don't think too much into the, to the streaming count, uh, that's for sure. Because I've... Um... I've had quite a few people on this podcast now and um, I've had uh, as, as much as we try and push through artists that um, kind of need a bit of help. It's, it's good to show the artists that, you know, have a few big tracks out there. And I've had a few that um, have had um, songs that reach a hundred K 200 K and then they've got other songs that, you know, might get 10, 15, 20. So there's obviously a big difference and you, you've, You've obviously got a few big tracks, but then you've got a few others that that haven't quite reached those heights. Have you have you ever had a song where you've gone like far out? I, I think this one this one's going to hit it, and then just not. And then does that kind of does that kind of affect you in any way? For a while, that was like every song. <laughs> I feel like as an artist, you're always you, you might write a track and you're like, man, this is the one. This is the one. This is the track. This track's going to resonate so well. Um, and then it just doesn't. And that's a harsh reality of being creative, especially in music, because there are so many artists out there um, releasing so much music all the time. Uh, so, you know, there was a while there where all, pretty much every song that I wrote and released for like a couple of years, I was sitting there like, this is the one, this is the one. I was like, I was trying to create the banger rather than write music that I really, really, you know, believed in. I'm not saying I don't believe in all of my releases, but there were times over the last four years of releasing where I'd tell myself, Oh, this is, this is the one. And you know, it just got no streams, got no radio, anything like that. And 
I just had to sort of take my mindset out of worrying so much about that sort of shit, excuse my language, just because it's just, it's not about that, man. Like, and I had to bring myself back to why I started making music in the first place. And um, yeah, so I try not to worry too much about the numbers, but yeah, for sure. There's been so many tracks that have been like, this is the one. And then it just absolutely has not been the one. (laughs) That's Mm. just, that's just most songs, man, to be honest. But uh, yeah. Mate, um, this this podcast does have the um, like the adult eighteen plus content. So if you want to if you want to drop an f bomb, you go for your life, man. Like that, we, <laughs> we, we, I um, I, I've dropped a few, uh, not not too many, but maybe maybe two a podcast. Um, but cool. now I work I work with um, well, we're a small podcast here, a small team. I should say, small team. We're doing we're doing pretty well. Uh, nice. Don't want to brag, but we're doing pretty well. Um, I work with someone else on the pod, and we're a small team. But I like a small team because it works well because every artist that we've got coming on, we we, we obviously like listening and um, usually we agree on most like. We'll be like, yeah, this, this is a really good track of theirs or this is that, this is that. You've caused quite the debate, my friend. Um, she reckons, and I quote, love of attraction is a gift from heaven. Oh, wow. Um, <laughs> and, and I said, um, it's good. But it's it's Melbourne weather is my fave track, and she she wasn't having to borrow me for a little bit. So, um, do, do you do you have a song off the track uh, off the track off the album where you go, oh, that's that's got a special place in my heart? For sure. So yeah, I'll bring it back to Melbourne weather. It's probably my favorite song on the record as well, and that's why I put it first. I thought. Um, it, it came later in the recording process too. You know, we had, um, I think we had two weeks until we were kind of wrapping it all up and I wrote that song right at the end and it ended up being my favorite song, uh, for many different reasons, really, you know, the instrumentation lyrically, it, it kind of opened up a narrative that I guess a lot of the record was about to, um, and it, you know, it just made complete sense that that was the opening track. And, you know, still to, to now, the songs, uh, the album's only been out for a while, but I've been sitting on these songs for, you know, quite a few months. And Melbourne Weather definitely takes the cake for me too. Um, and I've got a really big soft spot for money uh, on, the, on the album. Uh, money is like a, it's kind of quite a journey of a song and that, uh, you know, that was one of those songs that we didn't worry about how long it went for, you know, how much we threw into it. And it goes through all these, these different patterns and and it was just a really fun song to create. So definitely uh, Money and Melbourne Weather are my two faves from the album for sure. Melbourne Weather, I, I just love the title of it because um, obviously I'm up here in uh, sunny Queensland, living on the Gold Coast. We uh, Our weather usually stays the same. Um, <laughs> but I love, I love going to Melbourne. But making plans um, around Melbourne and the weather changes on a dime and every time I'm there it could be one thing one hour and then changes and I just I, I just I loved the kind of vibe you went with that and I think that obviously just resume, resonated with me because I love Melbourne it just I just thought it worked so well yeah thanks man I think yeah that hook uh, of that pre-chorus I can't seem to get it all together like a man that's clever. I keep changing all my fucking plans like the Melbourne weather. I feel like when I wrote that, I was like, that is where I want to be. That is that is the that is what I write music for, is to have those moments like that where I'm like, that is a really, really good hook and that means something a lot to me. And I think that yeah, Melbourne weather is kind of about me just rushing around and 
completely changing plans all the time. I've been in and out of, you know, so many different day jobs and I'm like consistently changing plans and changing, you know, what I want to do, what I want to achieve, like, you know, living here or living there and yada, yada, yada. And it's just, I referred to it like Melbourne's weather because in the morning we might have a forecast of 20 and sunny and then it's actually just in the afternoon, it's like 12 and raining and they just didn't predict that. And I, kind of referred that to my life i guess <laughs> very unpredictable that's i do i do like the combination it does work well um the album is about obviously turning 25 and dealing with adult life now i'm i'm 23 myself so not that much younger than you and um i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing <laughs> like when when i was 16 17 i'm sure many 16 17 year old like you're probably the same of going, I'm going to have my shit together by this age um, I, and, you know, everything's going to be sorted and I'm so far off of having my shit together. It's not, it's not funny. So <laughs> my, my question is, are, are you kind of in the same boat or is this the album kind of showing the sign of you saying I'm officially an adult as I finally got it sorted? Oh, absolutely not. I, I'm right on your page there, bro. And, you know, referring I back was to hoping. What, yeah, I was hoping. <laughs> re- referring back to the, the whole Melbourne weather thing, changing plans and not really know what's going on. But yeah, the album, it's a coming of age story that kind of, you know, it gets a bit of nostalgia by, you know, looking back at my younger days and thinking by the age of 25, you know, I'm going to have it all together and I'm going to, you know, have this, you know, this life or whatever I thought I would have. And now that I'm 25, I actually, I guess I don't have the things and I'm not living the life I thought I would have when I was younger, but the narrative explains what through my personal experiences, what I've been through from being a kid to now 25 in the last few years of my life, which has been a massive learning experience. And it's been experimenting in all sorts of different stuff, like, you know, changes of friends and changes of jobs and, you know, just constantly trying new things and just I guess finding myself and finding my feet and you know through love and and heartbreak and through money and the grind and just I'm just trying to like yeah I guess portray that um we're all kind of in the same system we're all trying to figure our own stuff out and I just kind of uh, portray that through my own personal experiences through the record because I feel like everyone around my age is totally the same um you know, 80% of people um, anyway that I know and that I associate myself with. But even just seeing like an evolution of my friends and family around me, you know, my sister's got a kid now, she's younger than me. Um, you know, I've got friends that have been in and out of uni and now they're, you know, doing really well in certain jobs. And it's been, yeah, it's been amazing because I've been through uh, quite a, a solid part of my life with a lot of these people and it was good to watch, I guess, and, and reflect on the evolution that really kind of happened around me for sure. Does do these people like obviously your sister having a kid, being younger than you, friends going through uni, having like amazing jobs? I know I I'm in a similar position where I've got you know uh, family members buying houses and friends that are going on to incredible jobs, earning heaps of cash, and you know we're similar ages. Do you do you ever feel that like you, you're kind of falling behind a bit, or do you think your own path and you know might when I do this thing I'll be this certain age? There's no there's no kind of roadmap to anything. Yeah, I um, I don't really live on a timeline. I think that's I think a lot of people do live on a timeline. By this yeah, age, I'd like 1, to have 000%. this. Yeah, you know, by this age, I'd like this, and by this age, I'd like this. 
I personally, um, I respect that people do that for sure, but that just doesn't really tie into what I'm doing. And as I said, I'm still trying to figure everything out as well myself as, as my own human being, but with, I guess the career that I'm taking, cause it's so unpredictable. It's, you can't really make plans around when you're going to, you can't time what happens in this industry. You can't be like, by this age, I'm going to have this done. And by this age, I'm going to have this done. You can set goals, of course, but it's not like a lock-in contract. You know what I mean? It's just, it's such an unpredictable industry. Uh, so personally for me, the timeline stuff doesn't work, although I do set goals and I do put timelines on my goals, but those goals aren't huge ambitious things like by this age, you know, I want $100,000 and by this age, I want a house with a white picket fence and I want a kid by this age. I don't set those kind of goals right now. I, You know, that's just, I guess, my own personal thing at the moment. I feel like I'm, I'm quite focused and I, I believe everything's going to work out for the best for sure, but... um. Yeah, that's that's not the way that I live right now. Anyway, I don't live on a on a certain timeline at this moment. I think it'd be pretty hard to uh, live on a certain timeline, especially this year. Um, but you you released uh, the twenty five music video um, with obviously the album, and um, had a few thoughts. First thought: you are a very funky man. You <laughs> you just ooze just. Funky vibes and Thanks, I froth that. Absolutely froth that. I appreciate um, that. But the actual video reminded me, I don't know if you're a Mac Miller fan, but um, Mac Miller's last day ever music video, I got little vibes off that, you know, bringing in like the the um, vision of you as a kid, all that type of stuff. Did, did that influence you at all? Because I haven't really seen that much, um, like people do it that much. Yeah, uh, in particular, probably not the Mac Miller clip. Um, personally, I haven't seen it or I can't remember seeing it. My girlfriend's a massive Mac Miller fan, um, so I'm sure that I've probably watched it uh, while she's been watching it. But um, those, you know, that idea kind of came from Ben, uh, also known as These Wild Eyes, who does a lot of my creative stuff. And that was all quite his idea, you know. he He knew what the song was about. And, he, you know, he was chasing me for months to be like, can you get some footage from your mom of like when you're a kid? Like that'll work really well, you know, with, with a film clip like this. And uh, it did. It resonated super well. But there was no – I've seen a couple of film clips that have done a similar kind of thing for sure. But I think mine resonated so well because of what the song was about. I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of artists do that kind of thing, but like it has nothing to do with what the song might be about. Whereas though mine is literally about being 25 and – from being a kid to now and so it made a lot of sense that we put some of that young footage of when I was a little boy and and then me now and you know over the last few years as well and I think it resonated super well for sure I I do love this track um because I've there's there's other artists and bands and stuff that try and have like secret messages through their songs and you've got to listen to it over and over and over again (laughs) to try and understand it and then you still don't understand it and then you've got to like fold up to try and understand and it's just like you, you can't just enjoy the song. What I love about this track is that you can enjoy the song and the message is so simple. Like you, you know exactly what it's about, what, you know, what you're kind of going through in that song. And it's also a great track. So um, props to you, man. Yeah, thanks, man. I think, it, yeah, I took a pretty straight up and honest approach and I wasn't, you know, I could have been metaphorical, but I don't think it would have resonated as much. And um yeah, I was pretty straight up and honest. And I think I was like that throughout the whole album as well. Um, 
So yeah, I'm, I'm not trying to hide anything behind metaphors or anything, a lot of the record, which is a cool thing when artists do it. And I've definitely tried it before, but this is it's quite an honest album and especially 25 the song. It's such an honest song. So I may as well have just put it all on the line like that rather than hiding it behind metaphors. I'm I'm not knocking people that do it. It's just refreshing to see something so so um, simple to understand. You know, it's um, people that do it. That's fine. Just um, I just I just like being able to you know yeah a, a bit of fresh air and just going through. Um, no, I'm the same. I wanted to ask you about um, the letter you wrote to yourself because I I do the same thing after big events or experiences. So I, I I'm curious to see what made you want to do that. Yeah, well, it was such a strange experience writing a letter to myself and I highly recommend doing it for anybody that's listening because I feel as though, oh, speaking from my experience, I'm quite hard on myself and forget to enjoy and forget to appreciate maybe where I am as a person, whether that be in day-to-day life or in my career. And I'm always looking for the next thing. And I'm always, you know, striving to, to do do better than what I've just done or, you know, it's always seeing greener grass rather than being happy for the present. Um, so that letter was kind of inspired by just maybe looking back at, I guess, the journey I've been on as a human being. And I guess, one, being grateful and two, just it's just good to reflect. And I don't reflect enough and I don't think people reflect enough in general either. And it was important that I did that because I hadn't just sort of sat back and thought about what I'd done with my life for a very, very long time. And it just seemed like the right thing to do after, you know, creating an album because this career wasn't something that I'd planned. Does that make sense? I, I didn't, I I didn't grow up thinking I was going to be a musician and now I'm 25 and I'm a musician. I've just written my first album and it was just so nice to just like, you know, look back on where I was say as like a 14 year old kid to now at 25 and just, just how it all kind of unfolded from then to now. And it also reminded me of the, you know, some really cool stuff that's happened along the way, along with some of the shitty stuff too, of course. But, you know, it was just more of a reflection to be like, Hey, you're actually doing really well. Like you can be as hard as you you want on yourself, but good on you. Like you're giving this a real red hot crack and you've done everything in your power and you've been through so much, um, so many different experiences to now and like, good on you. And it was just, yeah, it was so nice reading it back. And as I said, it's such a strange experience, um, kind of hearing yourself say, well done, (laughs) but I think it's really important to remind yourself every now and then it's just good for you. I think your mental well-being to just give yourself a pat on the back rather than being so hard on yourself all the time. But also, um, just cause you know, overthinking everything, you know, it, 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 it kind of stuffs you up. Like you're, you're not going to think straight. And I don't think people will enough people kind of, um, respect the just having it on paper and just kind of letting it flow and then reading it back is so is so therapeutic it 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 kind of puts everything you know in in line for you and when i when i saw you did that i was like man that's such a good idea and i so think i i think so many more people should do it yeah of course and essentially it's like a diary entry and i'll go back to that uh, point where you were talking about overthinking and i can't remember who made this quote but it was something like overthinking is the 
cause of problems that don't really exist in the first place. Mm, and yeah, I like that. <laughs> I, um, I'm a massive overthinker and I know a lot of people that are as well. So keeping a diary entry and, and a journal or whatever it might be super important to me in particular, but yeah, the letter itself was, yeah, it was quite liberating that whole experience for sure. Liberating is a great word. That's the word I was trying to think of and I just couldn't get it out. So thanks for clearing that one up. Of course. Um, now, we've, um, we've all had a really tough year with corona and it has brought so many negatives. And whenever I get a you know, Victorian artist on, I have to check in and, and, and see how, how things are going. The situation you guys have been through and still going through, um, it, it's it's really bad, and lockdown would have been a shitty time. So how how was your mental state through it all? Yeah, oh, that's really nice of you to check in. Um, yeah, I personally, I've been coping pretty well. Um, if I'm completely honest, I went into it. I guess lockdown number one, when that kind of came about, I thought, what a perfect opportunity to finish my album because I was working, you know pretty much a full-time job at that time. I didn't have a heap of time to, to put towards my craft. So when I was let out of the job, I was like, well, what a perfect time to try and finish an album. I didn't have a lot of money, but I had enough there to kind of finish it all off, you know, and I didn't really worry too much about the income that was going to happen, you know, from then on uh, up until now. So once I finished that, I was, you know, that gave me you know, about four or five weeks worth of, of work to, really like hone my mind in on the craft and, and really get that album finished, which was pretty much halfway there. Um, so that was lockdown number one. And then things kind of got back to normal again. And then number two happened and I got pretty bored for a while. I was playing a lot of Wii Golf and found myself... <laughs> Wii Golf. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, every, like every oh, day man. for a few hours, I was playing Wii Golf <laughs> to keep my mind occupied. Oh, that's so good. And then once I couldn't beat my high score, I was like, what am I doing? I've been playing Wii Golf for like two weeks straight. Like, I don't <laughs> do something with my time. And so I... Yeah, I just got straight back. I've got a really nice little studio set up at home. It's perfect for demos. And I thought, you know, I can sit here and, and be sad about not being able to do anything, not being able to see my friends. And, you know, the touring aspect has been the thing that hurts the most because that's where I generate my most income. That's just been an absolute killer, not being able to tour and play shows. And so I thought, well, I've got all of this time. I've got a, a lovely little studio. Like, let, let's just get in there, you know, every day, treat it as a nine to five, you know, wake up in the morning, have your shower, have your coffee, have your dart, and then come into the studio and create between the hours of like 10 and five o'clock and see what I can come up with. And over a two week period, I had had like 15 brand new demos. Um, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like what I could do, you know, in, in such a short amount of time uh, when those, you know, creative waves come through. So I've, yeah, I've kept my mind pretty occupied and, and tried to, I've been lucky enough to be inspired enough to, to keep writing and, and keep being creative. So I'm actually doing pretty well, bro. Thank you. Um, I've got to go back to the golf. Was it because I, um, <laughs> when, when we, when we used to get, um, sauce with me housemates, we used to, um, put on the, uh, Mario golf. Was it, oh. was it Mario golf or was it the actual golf like Tiger Woods uh, or something? Yeah, no, no, no. It's the Wii Golf. So it's like where you've got your own oh, avatar. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wii, Wii Sports. Yeah. Yes, Wii Oh, so you're going like OG. Oh, bro. I know. I've got the OG Wii Sports. It's actually on right now. I had a game this morning before we jumped on. 
Um, <laughs> it's getting your head in the right space. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just calming, you know. And I, I love golf. I, I play golf like um, just like most, not most days. I'll play like once or twice a week when we're allowed to play. I'll get out on the course with one of my best mates. And, you know, we, we love playing golf. It's just kind of like a, it's been a bit of a thing since I was younger, which is funny. So, oh, and there's so the, between Wii Golf and then there's this new golf app. Um, it's like a game on my phone. Man, I have been spending way too many hours playing all sorts of golf because I can't <laughs> actually play real golf right now. <laughs> oh, mate. You'd be like Sam Newman when he got really pissed off that you couldn't go out to the golf course. <laughs> yeah. I thought you'd be out there with him. Oh, man, I know. It's been hard. I bought new clubs and stuff and I haven't even really been able to use them either. So I'm excited to get back out and play some golf. Just attach the Wii remote to it and then just make sure you've got an open air and you'll be fine. Well, it was funny, like my girlfriend came home from work one day and I'd purchased like a Wii Golf like club attachment <laughs> to the Wii remote. She's like, have you seriously fucking bought a Wii Golf club? <laughs> I'm surprised like, they're still selling those. <laughs> <laughs> I got on Marketplace, like 10 bucks. I was like... 100%. Absolute so, steal. So I took it pretty seriously for a while. It's, it's good fun. And, and every now and then, like my sister lives up in Newcastle. So her and her partner uh, will jump on and, and just play Wii Golf over Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> over Zoom. Yeah. Oh, man, that is so good. <laughs> so oh, it's the little, the little things to keep you occupied, you know. And um, But, yeah, lockdown's been an interesting one. Definitely got quite good at Wii Golf and been writing lots of music. Did you ever have the kind of, um, like when it initially happened or maybe going into the second wave, going like, maybe I hold off on on releasing music at this time and, and, and really killed in 2021? Or was it always going to be like, I, I, like I, I'm of the opinion that releasing music in, in 2020 is the perfect time because, you know, especially people in Melbourne would have so much time to listen to music. But I've, I've had musical friends that have held off like, you know, six, seven months and only just started releasing music now because they didn't want to, you know, that the music industry was so uncertain. So yeah. did you, did you have any, any thoughts like that? Oh yeah. I, I delegated on that for a long time because uh, the market's very, very flooded now too. So there's, there's mm -hmm. a lot yeah. of people releasing so much music. So it's hard to, you know, compete to get those great Spotify playlists and, and the Triple J ads and yada, yada, yada. So, we, you know, we delegated. Do we hold off till next year? But, man, I just was like, uh, what's the point of holding off when I've got all this great music ready to be heard? Like, no matter what the result might be, it's like if I've got these songs now, why sit on them till next year? Because by this time next year, I'm probably going to have a whole another 20 songs ready to be released. So I was mm -hmm. like... And my management were like, you know, I reckon maybe we should hold off till Feb. What do you think? And I was like, absolutely not happening. I was like, nah, these songs are ready to go right now. I don't care. Like, let's let's get them out and then let's release another album this time next year. You know, mm. I, I just wanted to strike the iron while it's hot. And I hate sitting on songs for too long because I'm constantly writing and recording new music. I just really didn't see the point in holding off until next year. Personally, I get, I get, I get why people are doing it um for sure because you know it's, it's there's more than just hitting record and then putting it out to the world that goes on behind the scenes you know there's the timing of everything that's the way you promote it and it, it's it's more than just music you know um but for me it was just like you know these songs of me right now i need to kind of get them out with whatever happens and uh let's start the next batch and and write some mu new music to release next year so yeah 
Personally, I think I think it's good that you release it now. I just February and you're at the end of summer, and to me, when I think of music, you know, I, I think the perfect time to release is you know October, November, September, that area. So then you've got because when when are you listening to all your music? It's you're listening at parties, festivals. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just Sunday beers, any of that stuff. And, I, and when I, yeah, of course, you you know, you can listen to music by yourself and all that type of stuff. But when I think of my best times with music, I'm sitting around with my friends, you know, and you're always showing each other music. And I think if you wait too long and pass that point, I, I think you just miss a great opportunity. Oh, of course, bro. And, and I think it made sense for me to release this music just before summer because it's a very summery album. It's It's mm. got, you know, a, a, some really summary colors to it with you know the guitars tones and what some of the songs are about it's it's not really a winter album you know actually adam dempsey who mastered it he um he said something along the lines of there's literally a song for every um what are they called some seasons autumn yes yeah, <laughs> like, mental blank. adam was like mate there's this is an all-year-round album like there's there's a song for every season right in here and i thought that was a really nice bit of feedback to get but I'm the same. I I listen to all sorts of different music all year round, but my favorite time is when the sun's out over summer, and then that makes complete sense um, for the current music I'm releasing. It's 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 music you probably listen to when you're at the beach or having some beers with your mates and and stuff like that. So I, I definitely planned it uh, according to where like what season I thought my music would resonate best in. So it was it was always going to release it at. At that time, um, so there was never like a change in month or anything. You always went, "Yep, set, cool." Yeah, so it, it was gonna be yeah September or October. Um, I don't know if every artist knows this, but uh, media blackout is like November onwards, middle of November. So mm-hmm. there's no new playlist ads with lots of radio stations. A lot of people are on holidays, you know, November, mm. December, even into January. So there's a bit of a blackout period between November and January. Um, so yeah, if there's any artists that were thinking of releasing music over summer, go for it, but don't expect your songs to get played heaps on the radio because there's actually a media blackout period. So we just wanted to get it in before then, but not yeah. too early in the year. Yeah. Um, also props to um, getting on India Rivals, man. Like I saw Melbourne Weathers on that. Um, I know that's where I get a lot of my music from and I know I'm not the only one. So that's, you know, it's quite an achievement getting on that playlist. Yeah, it's a killer playlist. I've been on that one a couple of times now. So it's always exciting on release day when you get a notification in your emails, you know, from Spotify for artists saying your, your song has been added to so-and-so playlist. And that's always a, a an awesome playlist to get in. I, I was so stoked to get Melbourne Weather in that one. And, you know, I didn't know how it would, how it would go releasing a full record. Different when it's a single. I feel mm, like when, when yeah. I've released singles, you know, I, I might end up in certain different playlists and maybe in multiple different playlists. But with the album, it was like, well, there's 10 songs. Like, how do we pitch 10 songs to these editors? Um, so we kind of put Melbourne Weather at the forefront just and, and sort of treated it as the single of the album virtually because all the others have been released already. And yeah, man, got India Rivals. And yeah, I was really happy with that one, for sure. That, that, ju- that kind of just like put you in that area of, of, of it just that really big boost and like 
I I know that my friend group anyway. That's where we get a lot of our music because it's it it kind of you know goes through a few genres in there, and it's just it's just really good. Um, there's other people on the, on that have been on the pod that have just got in there as well. So there's there's a few of the uh, pod team that are, are, are rooting for you boys. Wow, awesome! Yeah, thanks, heaps. It's yeah, it's cool to to get added to stuff like that for sure because it can be so hard. As I said, there's so much music out there, and there's people releasing all the time. Um, and yeah, it can get a little bit political too, you know, like, like you, you know, you want to have an equal amount of women and men artists in playlists and, mm, yeah. and non-binary of course. And yeah. you know, it's, uh, it can be hard when you accidentally release uh, a song on the same day as another male singer songwriter. And it almost gets a bit competitive because it's like, Oh, are they going to add me or are they going to add him and vice versa, you know? So it's, uh, yeah, it's cool to, to, to have been added to that. Cause you, you released on the same day as, um, Ace Ways in the Ghost. So, like I was, you know, I was doing that pod and then saw that you released yours. I'm like that, you know, they're trying to get playlists as well. Um, oh, yeah. No, it's, it's, it's competitive, you know, and like you don't plan, you don't plan your releases around when other people are releasing either. I don't anyway. Some people might, but, you know, there's, there's I've been brought that competition. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's been some days where I've, you know, released a single and just by chance another male singer songwriter or, um, a, a band that's very, very similar to what I release have released something too. And sometimes that works really well. And then sometimes the attention usually goes to one or the other. Um, mm. But yeah, you can't really plan that. Um, we're, we're obviously in the end of September. Um, you've got a few more months left of the year. Is there anything that you've got planned, like maybe a few more music videos or anything like that? Yeah, yeah, I've got three music videos that are on standby because we obviously can't shoot them right now. Um, so we already kind of had them planned to be out in the world by now, but we haven't been able to shoot them. So we're just on hold until we're allowed to pretty much work again um, in groups. So there'll be, yeah, three videos over the summer. Um, there'll be a film clip for Melbourne Weather, a nice. film clip for Money, and a film clip for Summertime Daydream. Um, so I've got these, yeah, these big, uh, PDF files of, of everything and, and where we're going to be shooting and, you know, how many days and all the budgets and yada, yada, yada. It's really, really exciting stuff. So it'll definitely be a, a summer full of music videos. Um, and, you know, hopefully be able to announce a tour for 2021, uh, when things are looking a bit more clear. Well, Melbourne weather would be pretty easy music video. Just set your camera up there outside for 24 hours and just fast forward that. I don't think that'd be too hard. I, I thought about that too. I was like, what if we, you know, what if I just walked around the city on so many different days singing the song with all the different weathers that we have? I thought that was a pretty cool idea, but you know. I, I, do, I do froth that actually. That yeah. actually sounds pretty cool. But um, yeah, no, it, it's cool. I, I'll leave a lot of the, the video work up to Ben, uh, These Wild Eyes and... Uh, he, you know, he, he's a creative genius and he knows how to capture um, some really awesome moments and, and some cool, I guess, narratives as well. So I'm just, yeah, super pumped to get that because it's, it's more than music, man. Like my favorite songs have epic film clips and yeah. I've been putting a lot more time and money into that as well because, you know, it's, it's more than just a song, you know, it's, it's art without sounding too cheesy. And no, uh, it, it really is like, yeah. and, and I think the more professional it looks, the more professional an artist you look yeah, like the, the, a song can have, you know, it could be the best song in the world, but if you're trying to promote it and it has like a pretty, you know, below average music video, then, you know, people aren't really going to talk about it. And I think it just kind of, it kind of adds to what you're doing. 
Yeah, for sure, man. But um, yeah, I'm excited to get them. One of the shoots goes for three days, so it's gonna that's gonna be hard Ooh. work. That one, I know. <laughs> Far out. I know. Three days in this hotel in uh, Tullamarine, so it's gonna be uh, it's that's gonna be a, a tough one for sure. We have got like um, like quite a big, I guess, cast as well. We've got like a few different actors and stuff. Um, obviously, no like actors that we know. They're just sort of people that are coming to to help out. Coming to help out, yeah. But yeah, I'm so excited to to do that. That's kind of all I really have to look forward to right now. I've got a mm. got a tour penciled in for May, but that's like fucking ages away. So, um, and I can't really announce anything like that yet because we just don't know what's happening. So obviously, my next question was plans for 2021. You've obviously got that tour. Would that be just in like obviously you can't lock anything in? But would you like it to be around Australia or just Melbourne or what's what's kind of your thinking on that one? Yeah, so we've uh, we've got like ten or twelve dates locked around Australia. Um, they're not locked; they're penciled in. So yeah, yeah, they're, they're confirmed with the venue. And we've got these venues on hold, but that's just Australia wide for May, um, and that will all just depend on yeah what what goes on with with our restrictions and with live music venues if they can get back up and running, you know, as best as possible. Um, I got a pretty awesome collaboration coming out in uh, February um with somebody that i can't really talk about but that's going to be another cool piece of music that comes out into the world um and yeah i'll be looking at starting you know i'll I'll probably have a new song come out you know in february i I just want to keep releasing i've got so much music and i want to get back in the studio as soon as possible and you know just just hit record on these songs and get creative again because i had the best time ever recording the album and you know, it kind of gave me a sense of purpose and direction. And now I can't really do that outside of my own studio. So I'm absolutely itching for that. Um, but yeah, I've, I've got a bunch of uh, co-writing sessions and, and some co-producing stuff sort of locked in over Zoom as well um, during all of this with some pretty cool artists that um, that I actually quite like listening to as well. So that'll be cool to see what we can come up with in those sessions. And yeah, I, I've I've got no doubt that I'll have another album out next year. I, I just I think my music resonates better with a body of work rather than singles. Um, and I've done number one now. I've learnt heaps, and I know what I'd do differently doing number two, and I know what I'd do the same. So I'm going to be pretty keen to smash out another album uh, for 2021 for sure. Valuable experience, obviously going through that first one. Um, we surely you've got a Queensland date, surely. Oh yeah, I've got a Brizzy. Is that anywhere near you? Mate, I'm Gold Coast, so that's pretty it's pretty close to me. Pretty close, yeah. I've got Brizzy, um, and we've got like Byron on that same weekend. Oh, yeah, just over the border. Yep. Come for the roadie. It'll be good fun. Mate, I I love my gigs. I am <laughs> it's it's uh the worst thing that ever happened, um, gigs going down. I think the last last gig I saw was um on the Gold Coast. But I recently saw um Peach Fur and Oh nice. Um, and you know you're sitting down, and I, I really don't want that to last for too long. The no, sitting down thing, because having a boogie, man, it's um. And Br- Brisbane's, you know, Brisbane has like some some really good venues that you can go to, and it, it feels, you know, personal and intimate, and it's and great, they're the man, gigs yeah. I really like. Yeah, I think my, my favorite gig I did in Brizzy was at Milk Factory. That's mm. a, that's a cool little room, and I think we've got um. Pretty sure it's Black Bear Lodge locked in. Hmm. Is that a cool room? I've never been there. Um, I think I was there possibly the other week. I was pretty pissed, so this could. <laughs> um, I'm I'm quite sure. Um, but you've got like the Tivioli and um and those type type of places yeah. that um that are, are really good. 
Um, Josh, we wish you the best for the rest of the year in 2021. Def- definitely um, let us know when you're coming up and uh, we'll uh, get something sorted for the tour because um, y- y- your music's incredible and you deserve the best, mate. Thank you, dude. It's been lovely to chat. Thanks for having me on. To keep up to date with all things breaking through, make sure to check out our socials.